0: They're one of the leading rugby content creators here in North America, and now they get their first taste of Fantasy Major League Rugby. Matt McCarthy and Zach Lanning of the Rugby Wrap-Up joins the show for an official welcome into the Fantasy Ruckers League. I got a feeling, though, it won't be the warmest of welcomes from our league members. The Fantasy Ruckers Show starts right now.
1: Where rugby and the world of fantasy sports collide. Welcome to the Fantasy Rutgers Show. Bringing fantasy rugby to the masses. Talking all things rugby, from the MLR to leagues around the world. We're on top of it. Headphones on, pads off. This is the Fantasy Rucker Show. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Yee, Matt Yee, and Devin Vanderpool.
0: What's up, everybody? This is episode number 47 of the Fantasy Ruckers Show. Thank you so much to our Fantasy Ruckers League members, our community members, and everyone else tagging along on this journey of trying to make fantasy rugby a reality in the MLR. As always, Ryan Yee, Matt Yee, Vandy. Guys, it's been a busy, busy off season so far. a Busy week Ooh, yeah. in uh, in MLR, but it's also been a uh, a pretty busy week in fantasy sports in general. I know this is a fantasy rugby show, but Vandy, Matt, we're in uh, a, we a a, a, a keeper fantasy up. football league, and uh, nope. it has been going down to the wire nope. in terms of uh, the playoffs here, hasn't it, Vandy? Ah, uh, you know what, buddy? You no. just missed her, eh? Yeah, just missed
2: her. All right,
3: now you guys are just spitting in my face. You know, you're talking about going <laughs> down to the wire while I'm sitting at the bottom sorry, of the table. Sorry,
2: Matt, are you talking? I'm so far in the no, basement, I'm, man. I can't even hear you. This. I'm
3: done with this. I'm done with it. You know, I'm going to come out firing this year in the Fantasy Rucker League. You guys just wait. You guys just wait. <laughs> and the disrespect, by the way, commissioner, about putting out a graphic with a poop emoji beside my name, that's absolutely, <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, I'm we're, we're
0: hey, don't worry, don't worry, Matt. We're gonna get to that graphic. But yeah, for those of you who don't listen, obviously uh we're crazy enough about fantasy sports. We're in every single type of fantasy sport out there, including fantasy football. And we've been in a long time keeper league uh between a, uh, a bunch of friends of ours for many, many years, and uh the playoff uh race had just ended this past weekend. And Vandy sneaking in there after a pretty uh a wild ah. comeback, sneaking in a couple few wins. Uh myself That's right. not having not having things work out the way they did, but nonetheless, uh Vandy, uh you have a shot at the championship there, Matt and Go I will have to wait until next year. Go but hey, that like,
3: no, like you no, said, I, Matt, I'm, though, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have a chance, you know, come what thirty days, forty days to the MLR season, and I'm just gonna right. be firing on all cylinders. You seveners. know,
2: Matt, I won't even pick it out. I'll let you pick it out when you send it to me. Oh,
3: whatever. <laughs> well, that I don't well, really that's what talk about it
0: that that's what you have the time for now matt matt and you can now shift your attention over no. from fantasy football to all yeah. about fantasy mlr get that studying in, get those yep. stickies now written down you get to look at those uh sleepers look at those rankings and really dive deep so that a last place finish doesn't happen next year and you can get rid of that poop emoji beside your name
3: hey it's pretty tough when we've had such an exciting off season in the mlr you know fantasy rocker league as well i mean we're making signings too you know
0: we are. We, we we certainly are. And you guys may have heard what our near our newest signing may have been to enter the fantasy Rutgers league at the top of the show. And we're gonna bring them on in just a second here. But let's let's talk about that graphic, Matt, that you saw on oh, our show on. here uh, earlier in uh, in I guess earlier today. Uh, and just... we 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 set this out on our social media channels, and we we're kind of teasing the people. We we announced last week that James Dealey of MLR Stats will be joining the fantasy Rutgers league for 2023, getting his first taste of fantasy rugby in the mlr which leaves one spot that uh we've kind of been hanging out there to the people kind of teasing the people uh who may be taking up that spot um and i think the 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 guys that we'll be bringing on here in just a second are are reasons why you matt and you vandy need to be a little bit worried heading into the 2023 year
3: yeah i mean they're definitely not going to make it easy for me to remove that poop emoji beside my name so that'll be (laughs) you know that'll be something
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, enough delaying here. It's time to finally bring them on. We teased it at the top of the show. It's time to announce who is going to be taking up that last spot in the 2023 Fantasy Rutgers League. And we couldn't be more excited to bring these guys on. They talk a lot about the USMLR, they talk a lot about rugby. They know a lot about rugby. And I'm sure that's going to translate into fantasy football, uh, or excuse me, not fantasy football. Ooh. We're just going on. fantasy rugby. Oh, get so your happy. Head. Oh, <laughs> happy to bring these guys on matt mccarthy and zach landing of the rugby wrap-up so excited to have you guys join the league you guys will be officially taking over a team for the 2023 year how excited are you guys to get your first taste of fantasy rugby very
4: very excited and it is an honor to be with you gentlemen but we are <laughs> determined to keep that emoji next to Matt yeah I second Thanks.
5: that Matt absolutely excited to be here and uh, yeah we, we want nothing to do with that so yeah so we, we're going to do our best to, to keep our, ourselves on top
0: yeah, that's uh, yeah. They, I I that's the reason why I looked out for you guys particularly. Of course, it's gonna help here. You know, joining the uh, bring the rugby wrap up team onto the fantasy Rutgers crew. You know, help grow this thing, help uh, get fantasy rugby to more people, and get people starting to talk about fantasy rugby. But I also brought you guys on because I know your rugby knowledge is gonna keep Matt and keep Vandy there at the basement. Like we need to keep them at oh time my goodness. Come on, going,
3: so. oh, even the commission's in on this. What is going on? Hey,
0: I just gotta make sure that I'm keeping you guys in check. I'm the one that's got to deal with you through the entire season, and I'm not too sure if I'll be able to handle a year where you guys are just coasting to a championship. So got to got to keep that in mind. Okay, well, Zach and Matt, let's talk a little fantasy rugby. I know you, Zach, were part of our fantasy Rutgers playoff challenge and got a first unofficial taste of it. Uh, But what are your guys' initial thoughts about fantasy rugby and the thought of being uh, it, it being a part of Major League Rugby?
5: Yeah, I think we all had a team in that in the playoff challenge. Um and it was a bit of an eye-opening experience, a humbling experience for me, uh diving in there. I, I did not do as well as I as I thought. Um but I, I mean, it, it was an, an insanely cool concept. I loved as you like you guys, I'm kind of into fantasy sports outside of rugby. I'm in a few leagues, and, and man, I can uh, you know uh, commiserate with you. I'm in the the bottom <laughs> of one of my fantasy football leagues. I'm starting Sam Darnold this week, I think, and I'm out field, so, oh. uh, it's going not really well. But having it with rugby, you know, it, it kind of combines a lot of my favorite things, um, and it just was was really exciting to kind of start applying some of those strategies that you know i use in other fantasy platforms uh to to the rugby space as well and with some of the players that i love following and teams i love following
4: i'm gonna piggyback that and just say you know this is something that excites me because we can actually make players known more to the fans we can actually create help create star power in the league which we desperately need to grow the game and fans across the board in american sports and professional sports Love their fantasy sports.
3: Great point. I mean, like marketing players and getting people known and getting, you know, the USA rugby stars and the Canadian rugby stars known across the nation, known across the North American continent. I think it's, you know, it's something that is, has always helped kind of sport has always helped sports grow. Like you look at NFL, you look at NBA, what they do great is marketing players, marketing uh, the stars of the league and and you know i i really I really love the fact that we're kind of that fancy Rutgers and the fancy Rucker league kind of allows allows us to do the same, which is you know awesome what what the league needs, I think
0: and to your point, Matt, about kind of um you know learning about guys and getting familiar with individual stars. You know, a guy new like Vandy who didn't know about players and didn't know about these certain teams. This was a huge opportunity for that. And now he, you know, he's talking about guys that he was drafting and talking about guys that he was picking and really counting on a week to week basis. And yeah, to your point, it's not just about, you know, at least from an MLR level, just talking about, oh, yeah, this team did really well, this team did really well. But it's this player did really well. And these are guys that I'm rooting on for. So it's just a whole nother level of uh, kind of uh, a way to watch the game that we've been stressing kind of all, all season, uh, season long when we were actually playing it and. In- Heading into 2023. All right, let's talk a little strategy. I know this is your guys' first go at Fantasy MLR, but have you guys put any thought into how you're going to approach the season? Zach, you mentioned playing some fantasy football. Vandy Matt and I talked about the league that we are in at the top of the show. And we have made comparisons to the two on the show before, made comparisons between top-tier second row guys being like those top tight ends with the whole scarcity thing at those positions, or maybe even you know, key running backs uh being compared to primary ball carriers in rugby. Anything like that that you're going to try to pull from your past fantasy, I guess, sport experiences to your fantasy rugby strategy?
5: Yeah, I think for me, when you look at rugby space and the MLR, that, that might be, you know, a, a kind of do-it-all athletic fly half that might be somebody you look for, like, very early on. Like, look at what Boding Waka did, you know, or, look throughout all of last year, Alatimu in that playoff challenge was, was outrageous for Seattle. You know, so those guys rack up points, especially if they're doing, you know, have kicking duties as well. So, you know, you want to make sure you secure at least one or, one or two of the top top guys at that position going forward. Um but yeah, really for me that that's really it's just kind of targeting those positions that get the maximum value for, for uh what you what you have them for.
3: I'm 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 starting the more you're talking, Zach, I'm starting to get a little bit, you know, a little bit worried worried it. for my for my luck here. I was I was starting to feel yeah, good at the I start see. of the show. We're like 10-15 minutes in, and now I'm starting to get <laughs> well, a little worried about everyone you know, was just whether I'm to actually tre- tre- gonna get the rid the of this poop emoji this year. It's so. not hey, what,
2: what'd you say last week? <laughs> iron sharpens iron? Grow up, come on, iron now.
3: sharpens <laughs> iron, but hey. Hey, look, it's clear to see that maybe maybe one team here is iron and one of them, you know, maybe isn't so Ooh. much iron on
2: this side. Like what diamond?
3: <laughs> oh no, something like trash. <laughs>
5: I'm scared of talking about, about myself, there, man. I'm scared of James <laughs> Deely, to be honest. I you guys brought him oh, in last week, yeah. I think, right? I, he's he is a pretty knowledgeable guy. Yeah, I'm a little shook by
4: the that. Ringer.
3: Too. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm starting to worry about the insiders that we're bringing into this league. I mean i have these are the people that we're getting our information from and they're we're competing against the people yeah. that are giving us our information to make hey, our no, no decisions on the players. Info now boys oh my goodness we will <laughs> absolutely be giving you info. yeah
0: yeah so what what was very funny was that uh when we first or i first reached out to uh james dealy about mlr stats and being like hey like you know what's your interest in joining the league and things like that, and and I had a thought in my head. I'm like, okay, fantasy and numbers they kind of go hand in hand. So already he was going to have a leg up in this whole fantasy thing. You know, he may not have as much experience in playing actual fantasy sports, but the guy probably sifts through a whole bunch of numbers, and I think he'll be quite fine trying to uh, pick out the players that are going to be uh, that are going to be good. All right, so now shifting over here, I know uh, Zach, uh, you're uh, you're a big contributor here, obviously with the uh, the college rugby rapper up crew, so you have a big uh, knowledge about some of these guys that are coming through. And, and recently, here, uh, it feels like over the past month, it's been pretty busy with regards to the college rugby scene, both in the United States and in Canada. Um, and a lot of that with a lot of young, emerging talent. Um, and obviously, with the uh, past draft, also with some key names, we were lucky enough to have some of the guys on the show. Um, guys like Owen Rudden, guys like uh, guys like Seth Purdy, all these guys on the show. So these guys are going to ha- come in and having an impact. So uh, we thought it was kind of a fitting thing that uh, with you guys coming on and having the college rugby wrap-up guru and the guy that knows the most about uh, college guys coming into the MLR, uh, we have an Ask TFR show question every single week, and we thought this was a fitting one to bring on with you on the show. So. What college player or players from this year's draft or signed this offseason will be the most impactful in fantasy MLR? Lots of guys to choose from. A guy that comes to top of mind for me, uh, Tavit Lopetti Last year, Connor Mooneyham. The year before that, guys that, you know, came into the league and made kind of an instant impact. Is there a guy like that from this year's offseason that you think can have that same impact heading into 2023?
5: Connor Mooneyham probably the best example first ever draft pick came out of the gates hot with Austin was, was a you know, a huge contributor for them. Uh, so it would have been probably a great pick back in the day. I think he is someone to watch for, you know, who is just now in Seattle. I think if he's healthy this year, he might be a great contributor um, there again as well. Uh, you had somebody like Eric Naposky, that first overall draft pick last year, you know, got to play right away in Dallas. Uh, it, Dallas is kind of just, you know, getting their feet under them. They give a lot of opportunity uh, to a lot of new guys. So, you know, look for him as well. He's also a dynamic player, uh, you know, could be a good contributor there in Dallas again this year. In terms of this year's draft, you don't really have that number one overall kind of dynamic athlete. You know, I think Sam Gala, who went first out of Cal, uh, is a great rugby player, probably going to play right away uh, in Dallas as well, but just isn't, you know, he's not going to do the things that get you points in a fantasy rugby league. You don't really get points for. You know, the dirty work that he does or kind of the leadership aspect that he brings. Uh, But he's not that kind of flashy number one overall, you know, athlete uh, in the back three. Uh, And then you have Sebastiano Villani, who I think might actually be good, who went second overall uh, to New Orleans. Matt and I actually watched him play uh, in the Can-Am tournaments, you know, this past spring. Looked pretty, pretty dynamic out there. But is he going to get a chance in New Orleans? They got two scrum halves in front of him. You know, they like Damian Stevens, I think. Uh, and they actually drafted another scrum half last year, uh, Christian Vasquez. So is he going to see Andy the field right away? And they signed
3: Campbell as well.
5: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, is he going to see the field? Do they move him to a different position? I don't know. Uh, you know, so that's a tough one. I'll give you a couple names. I'll stop rambling here, but I could talk about college guys all day. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say, uh, you know, the, the best strategy if you're looking for some young guys is to target the teams that do give opportunity to, to these younger guys. And for me, that's really Dallas and New Orleans. Um, although Dallas obviously is different because they have a new coaching staff this year, kind of a new situation, uh, going on there. So I I don't know if that's going to (laughs) necessarily be the same, but in the past, they're the two teams that have, have given the most opportunity. So I will say a couple names, one on Dallas, look out for, uh, Masvita Nyamarebu who played center at Arkansas state, uh, went in the third round. I think it's here to Dallas was a great athlete, great all around rugby player. Uh, and then for Nola Nola Gold, they took Christian Olney, a wing out of Ohio State, uh, who is a, is a speedster uh, and showed well in the in the, college, in the collegiate shield. Uh, I think he's a name to watch as well. He's kind of that dynamic athlete that could score kind of at any time on the wing if he sees the pitch. So that's a couple names there.
4: I throw into the mix too, Koi Koi Nelligan, who was just acquired by Old Glory from San Diego. He's from Army. He's a hooker. His work rate is incredible. Be interesting to see how he translates to the professional game. And old glory is another one of those teams that likes to get these young guys in.
0: The, the one thing that I get there, or I should say, a couple things there that I I I kind of uh, that stick out to me. One is that uh, I'm worried for you, Vandy and Matt, because they're uh, Zach's bringing up guys that you guys haven't even touched on yet in this when we were breaking down the draft. So, so that worries me that he's throwing out some sleeper picks that our listeners are definitely going to value in terms of guys that might step up that uh, that uh, they haven't heard about yet. But also, I think I couldn't agree more either, Zach. That I think the biggest thing or Biggest indicator uh, coming from a fantasy perspective is opportunity. And are these guys going to have the minutes to go out there and really make an impact from a fantasy perspective? And I think that's one of the key things, too, that you mentioned, Zach, is that f- at least at this point, the way that the league is formatted, an impact from a fantasy perspective differs quite a bit uh, from what the uh, the reality impact is there. You mentioned, you know, doing the dirty work and really the things that you don't see on the stat sheet, um, things that, you know, Sam Gallo would do, things that we know that Owen Rudden's going to do. Matt knows, um, having played with him before, that uh, he's a guy that gets into uh, the, the the dirty areas and does the stuff that people usually don't want to do. Um, and And guys like that, that, you know, really may not shine from a fantasy level. But... Um, depending obviously on the stats that we've been talking about and the opportunity that they have. If they're on the pitch for 80 minutes on the field, you know, they're going to have those opportunities to score tries, especially depending on the offense that they're on. So, all right, let's uh, kind of shift the conversation now from a fantasy rugby conversation to now talking about this crazy and wild offseason we've been having in the MLR from international signings that seem to be happening left and right and this uh, brand new team that we're going to be having in the 2023 year. Let's kind of get... Uh, uh, your guys' reaction to some of that kind of stuff uh, since we have you here. So let's start off with the big news. The Chicago Hounds now joining the MLR after the removal of both the LA Giltinis and the Austin Gilgronies. Guys, what's your kind of thoughts behind that whole situation uh, about Chicago now being added to the MLR and kind of the process it took to get to this point? Matt? Chicago watch. comes
4: in and gets to be a powerhouse overnight. if they can sign third. You know, they still have to work under the salary cap and convince these players. But other than the 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 Vegas Knights in in the NHL, what franchise coming into the league in their first year gets to get these kinds of players? Or, you know, Vegas Knights, they found, like, diamonds in the rough and took took flyers some older players and maybe some guys coming back from injury. But the Chicago Hounds were getting stars. And in that dispersal trip, they had, like, Nine, ten or yeah. nine or ten picks in a row. Right. The What's your thoughts on the dispersal? So, Do
2: you think it was well done? Do you think it was rushed? Like what could, what would you have done differently?
4: I think that some of the commu- some of the communication from the league owners was not in step with the messaging that came out from the league offices, in that they had no intention of disrupting lives or of especially those part-time players that had signed. Part-time contracts, the APC player posted the standard player contract, which is the, the full-time player. And they didn't communicate any of that. And, and there was a whole bunch of angst around that unnecessarily. But I think under the circumstances, the owners did their best to mitigate the the amount of stress and anxiety as, po- as much as possible in that they didn't pick players that they knew couldn't move because they didn't have enough money to move or you know, they had a day job or whatever. Right. But there was a there was no precedent with this thing either. So, you know, you got they they and they went beyond the eleventh hour. They went into the twelfth, the thirteenth, the fourteenth, the fifteenth hour to try to keep LA in the league with a different ownership group. So that would have kept those players intact and then just shifted the Austin players to Chicago. And that would have been a lot easier and saved a lot of angst. But that, that, that pushing that deadline and keep going to try to keep that L.A. franchise in really put Chicago under the gun because, you know, now they've got players and they're still starting players. It's, they've got their venue, they've got their practice fields, etc. But it's a lot of work to now do and while they're putting out a schedule too, right? So I think all in all it could have been a, a, a huge disaster. Uh, I think the league learned a little bit about wording certain things and being clear with the players, and players, I think, are okay. Yeah, now, for do sure. you think and- it was a little
2: rushed adding a team, or do you think it was a good time to add Chicago?
4: Well, if you're going to have two teams going out, it's rather than have that hole, and you're also adding a huge rugby hotbed in Chicago's area, and, and you're adding a Midwest team so in a big market. So I think it was a, it was a coup to get them to come hmm. in and then going to have Miami next oh, yeah. and and
3: I mean you you brought up a really good point of the fact that like Chicago got to choose from two of the top teams in the west I mean yeah like what other league or what other precedents could you even think of of a new a new expansion team being able to choose the stars from the top two teams in the western conference it was just it was just insane and then I know we broke down the entire potential hounds lineup of of even though they weren't actually signing but who they drafted and it just looked ridiculous but i know that matt you had a had a conversation with the chicago hounds coach former gilgroni's coach um what did you get out of that conversation and how did you feel about the direction of that club despite you know all the rush into getting all the logistics down i know that he talked a little bit about how they don't even know what kit they're wearing you know maybe they'll be wearing the Gilgronies and guiltini's like he said kit for training but what did you get out of that conversation? You know, how did you feel about uh, what his outlook on the club was and, and where he, or his goals were for the club this upcoming season?
4: Sam Harris is one heck of a coach and he was one heck of a player. And he's a big <laughs> dude. He's like six three, and he played center, right? He played, you know, if you look at Wikipedia, it says, Oh, I played lock, but that was in rugby league. He was just playing in, you know, in the forwards in rugby league, but this guy, he exudes confidence. He's got a sense of humor. He's he, but he can be no nonsense when he needs to be. Players love playing for him. I think it's a great. That was that was their best signing, Sam Harris. And I just said to Sam, <laughs> "You're, you're, just, you're <laughs> right, so going to Chicago now." And that's the biggest sale. You know, the biggest sell on these players that were playing in Austin yeah. and playing in L.A. <laughs> you know, wake up calls. Like he's and he he was saying, "Well, I was I you know when I was in Japan." I experienced the winters in the <laughs> Japan. I said, dude, the winters yeah. in Japan don't come near Chicago. No, close. Right? But, you know, it's rugby, so everybody will adapt, and they'll love it. And I, he's a great move, great signing, better than any – but, you know, again, signing these players is going to be difficult. But you do have Sam Harris in there. You know, players from L.A. are also <laughs> familiar with him because they are in the same conference, and they played against each other twice. And he's an Australian – Kiwi birth, right? But he calls himself Australian, and all those guiltinis that were all, and all the, all the the guilt that were all still in secret handshake, everything
0: else so... That's funny. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's move on to kind of uh, just a couple more questions here that I have for you guys before we let you go. And, and thanks again for, for hopping here on the Fantasy Rutgers Show to uh, give the, the viewers and listeners the official rugby wrap-up welcome to, uh, I guess, what do you guys think will be uh, utter dominance in the 2023 year. Uh, but we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, I guess we talked about Chicago Hounds, but just, I mean, we mentioned it before, just how busy this offseason felt in terms of, you know, international signings, guys coming overseas. To come play. And we did see vice versa. We did see some guys um, kind of using the MLR as that step up into, you know, more prominent leagues across the world. But we did, at least I felt like, see a lot of guys coming here to North America um, and, and, and signing those MLR contracts with teams um, after having played in some pretty prominent leagues overseas. Uh, kind of a twofold question for you guys. And Zach, I'll, I'll kind of lean on you first here is one, kind of, was there any international signings that really stuck out to you? And is this a
5: good thing for the MLR? is a good sign of things to come i think it's always a good thing when you have good rugby players who you know come and play in the league it always improves the product overall Uh, i think there's plenty of slots you know to to go around and and even if they're you know domestic guys maybe don't get on the field they're learning from these uh these international guys that are coming in who have you know played top level rugby around the world so yeah i'm always for uh you know the the more talent we can import into the league uh the better for me uh in, in terms of you know a sign that It stood out to me. I think I'll I'll defer to Matt on that. I focus a lot more on on the college stuff, uh, but if if Matt has any sort of international signing, uh, you know, we want to talk about that. But I'm all for, yeah, you know, the more talent coming in, the better.
4: Well, you know, the international signings are those under the radar signings because they're all quality players. You've got um, people with foreign knowledge, but pretty much every organization in the league. And New York is a perfect example of that. I know I, I'm here in New York, so I'm more familiar with their franchise. But, you know, Rick Saliso, the CEO, is from New Zealand. He played in New Zealand. He played all through throughout the, the age grades. He played a bunch of the all-blacks. He lists his personal friends. Steve Lewis knows the United States rugby system better than any person on the planet. And I'll never say that to his face. But he the guy knows pretty much 7s 15s male and female he knows everything he's got a network for, for finding diamonds in the rough so to speak but you get these players you know you just look at you look at the the lineup for new york for instance these they're all quality rugby players and they got a guy named Brad Tucker from Seattle <laughs> to replace his brother Will Tucker who signed a better contract overseas and speaking of those overseas contracts Lopetti's going to sign I, I guarantee he signs like in the top four uh, in the French top fourteen, or uh, maybe maybe the the uh, URC grabs, and so you'll you'll see some. But that's I think a good thing for the league. And I also piggyback what what Zach is saying. <laughs> think about this: if you have thirteen teams or this year, twelve teams, and only two American-born players or American-sounding <laughs> players are in the starting lineup. That's already 24 players to go into a player pool for the Eagles. Before the MLR was around, we didn't have that. So that's already positive. And the, the MLR owners that are being criticized for not um, supporting the the USA or USA Rugby, they've poured in about $250, $250 million to date right now. If you If you average 10 teams at – Five to seven million dollars of losses every year for five years. You do the math. That's a lot of money that they've spent in America on rugby. Nobody can touch that at all, and their best interests are that two thousand, uh, the twenty thirty one World Cup. So they're gonna they're gonna do their best to make sure that the Eagles are better by then. But we got some. We got again once again on this, this landscape with USA USA Rugby. We've got. Some, some chaos and some divisiveness, and it's all got to get settled once and for all. It's, it's like Groundhog Day. But I'm a half-full guy. I, I think that they're going to figure out a way to work with MLR better because the MLR owners want to work with USA Rugby
0: yeah no that that's uh that's a great point matt um i mean and 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 you as well Zach, just about how uh, I think we mentioned it last episode, Matt and Vandy, how uh you kind of said iron sharpens iron and if we can bring some top level talent over to the mlr to really you know complement the the homegrown guys that we have here it's only going to make them better. And I do feel like and I mentioned this last show, I do feel like there is some sort of a knee jerk reaction right now, because we mentioned, uh, like uh, last episode on uh, with MLR stats, this is the first time that a, a North American team hasn't qualified for the Rugby World Cup. So I think there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, my God, like, th- this is a, this is a, an absolute disaster. Um, you know, obviously, this is not the position that, you know, rugby in North America wants to be at, but I don't think it's as bad as it is. And I think the the reaction where it's saying, you know, the MLR isn't doing enough is not necessarily the 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 direction or as far as i would take it because i think in the long run we're going to start seeing the fruits of uh of of that labor of the mlr start to pay off you know one 2030 does roll around but as Commissioner of this uh, this first fantasy MLR league, I will always want better product on the screen. If there's going to be better players, if there's going to be more tries, if there's going to be more exciting plays, that's the stuff that I want to be. Uh, si- if I'm going to spend my Sundays calculating all these stats by hand, I might as well be good rugby that I'm watching calculating all these stats by hand. So um, uh, I'll, I'll always uh, be on that side. Um, last thing here, guys, before I let you go, Matt, you quickly mentioned it, how you guys are, are, are based out of New York. So we got to ask the pressing question that. That kind of came out this week, the opinion about the new name for the Rugby New York team, uh, the <laughs> iron workers, I think it's uh, is is what they're they're going with here. Um, has seen some kind of funny reactions online on social media. Matt has had his opinion on this, but as the uh, kind of native New Yorker, Matt, I'll, I'll I'll hand it off to you first to get the first opinion on uh, this new iron workers name for Rugby New York.
4: Let me just say one thing first. <laughs> I want to make this abundantly clear. I can be bought. <laughs> okay, so there's that aspect of it. And I do get hired by Rugby New York to do their games or call their games. So I'm going to weasel out of this and pass the buck to Zach. I, well, glad to take
5: that. Uh, Matt, wouldn't want to compromise your uh, integrity in any way here. Uh. I have no integrity. <laughs> okay. I, I love it. I, I love the name. I think what I the one thing I did see uh that I think Martin Pengeli pointed out on Twitter or maybe it was Brian Ray was why why keep rugby in New York? Yeah, I saw that. Are,
4: that was Brian Brian Ray. He's Canadian. Oh yeah. he's, he he's just doesn't get it. So, no <laughs> offense. Yeah,
5: I none, hey, none taken. <laughs> I think Iron Workers is is great. I'm glad they have an actual name. And now if they can keep it for, you know, 2 years in a row, 3 years in a row, then I'm huh. I'm all for it. If this is it, then I'm in. So,
4: my answer to that for, to Brian Ray was because New York has a zillion professional teams in professional different professional sports, and you have to you have to you have to tell the fans what sport you're talking about. <laughs> you have to let them know that it's rugby Ironworkers. You know they, they're going to think it's some MLB uh, minor league team out of. I think of Coney it's a Island. union. Right. So you have <laughs> you still have to specify at this point. smarty Right. I will
5: say at least the good thing also is that they're finally playing in New York. So all the the new New England guys don't have that ammunition anymore.
4: Oh, <laughs> how great is oh, that? Finally,
5: the Quincy <laughs> Flapjacks <laughs> in New Jersey. Yeah, no, I think we
0: had yeah. on this show one of the uh the biggest, I guess, uh um activists or or guys that yeah. would stand on the soapbox saying, you know what, what the heck is rugby New York doing, not even playing in New York? Uh Matt Yee has uh has been on the I'm record not, of saying I'm Masha. not
3: I'm not getting my hopes. <laughs> where do the San
4: Francisco 49ers play? <laughs> <laughs> do you know where they play? Couldn't tell play you. About it. It, it, it's like an hour's drive south of San Francisco. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kansas City doesn't play in well, Kansas City. I mean, it's it's, it's the, the Los
0: Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> <Los Angeles. laughs> then that, that makes a lot That's of true. sense, right? That makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, How about even you can Foxborough throw The Patriots, yeah, there's that too, or uh, no, the the no. the Giants and Jets of the Meadowlands. We got that as well, right? So we
4: it's, can. Uh, it's twelve <laughs> miles from Midtown Manhattan. <laughs>
3: But it's it's the state lines, Matt. It's the state lines. You know, you can't you
4: you can't be. It's
3: the same thing for the New Jersey it, Giants, like, the New Jersey. Where do you Jets. put
4: a stadium in New York City? You got it's, Yankee Stadium. That's the only one in New York City. I mean, I call it New York City. You know, Queens is, to me, it's a it's a an attempt at a <laughs> suburb that turned into an urban anyway, nightmare. Watch same, what you say. Same. We got
0: Matt on Long Island. There, he might uh, he might take offense. <laughs>
4: Oh, Long Island. I don't even do five one six.
0: I think, well, what's funny I'll go to, is I... I'll
4: go to Fire Island, but I just take the train out there and get on the ferry real fast. <laughs> Well, and I then think dive into the ocean and get the long island oh, off of me
0: oh my gosh so mad he's not even owning he's not even gonna own you in this league he's gonna own you
4: where you live yeah, I, was gonna say, I have <laughs> i have no You're i have no loyalty dad by the end of the i year.
3: have no loyalty to long that was island. a pre-scripted
4: <laughs> layup by the way vandy i want you to know they they had sent me that ahead of time is that what was that, that was, that was? <laughs> i
0: figured well so i, I got, think look,
4: yeah,
3: go Matt. Yeah, I got no loyalty to Long Island. You know, as long as you stay away from 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 Canada, we're good. You know, we're good <laughs> here. You know, you had a little shot on one of your shows, not cheering for UBC to win that collegiate championship. I'll let that one slide this time. But you know, let's stay away <laughs> from Canada. We can make fun of Long you Island. You know what all ABC stands for? Clearly not.
4: Anybody but Canada. Oh no! <laughs> now we're talking. Oh, no. right, right. Anybody but England, and you got ABC. Anybody but Canada. <laughs> we better Man, wrap it, this it's, up before, yeah, we yeah, before it take, it's, start it's, getting
3: too, it, too personal. It,
4: it takes some balls to
0: come on a show that is hosted by three <laughs> Canucks to say that uh, that uh, ABC. I'm bringing that here. That's uh, that's ridiculous. But uh, how's Devera doing?
3: Hey, I think I think we those need Quebec Nordiques oh, awfully good at Colorado.
0: Okay. <laughs> you start making me cry on this show. All right, we, can't, we can't have that. We're gonna start moving on. Well, to kind of put a that put away, a rap, best team in the league. Uh, they were the Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> 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 we're gonna stop that right here. Um, just to put, to put a bow kind of on that whole uh, rugby New York conversation. I Eric think Lindros where, <laughs> ruins Canadian
4: I, <laughs> rugby forever.
0: Hey,
2: Eric Lindros was the best thing to happened in Colorado <laughs> ever
4: exactly because they trade they, the, the Nord- Nordic traded got all those players for them, and then In the next year they moved to Colorado and win the cup
0: that's right <laughs> I happen to be a big Avalanche fan too <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, to, to, to put a bow on, uh, I guess the rugby New York stuff. Yeah. It's a cool name. Ironman's a cool name. I think Matt, where, where you kind of, uh, you kind of get your animosity from and where I think maybe the, the wrong foot was kind of started with this whole thing, at least for me was when they first came out with the announcement about where they were going to be, uh, playing. Uh, they used the hashtag, like, views to, of the Empire State Building. So the, the the optimism was really like, okay, like, this is going to be something that's relatively in your York City. And I guess Hoboken counts. You can see it, but it wasn't, I don't Hoboken think. Hoboken is uh, literally one mile from Midtown I know, I know, I know. the, I know. the <laughs>
4: Hudson River.
3: I mean, I think we so can that stadium all agree. was
4: closer to any other mid- Midtown Fair. of any other pro team in the league.
3: I think I think what we can all agree on is the fact that I personally will be very happy to no longer be seeing, you know, kids and and parents playing tennis in the background while I'm trying to watch be New York rugby game. So I think we're all happy that they're finally in, you know, a a stadium that that is rightfully deserving of of the talent that they're putting on the field.
4: It's a great stadium. It's got probably the best turf in the league. It's brand new. It's got the stadium itself has been refurbished thirty nine hundred seats, which is a perfect size. For going here and they'll have booze and food. Hey. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's all you need. Yeah,
4: that's you know all what? You I'll need. be exactly. there. Exactly. And the trains <laughs> close.
0: Trains close. That's all you need. That sounds like a perfect uh evening of rugby for me, that's for sure. Um, so definitely gonna have to to check that out. But uh Sunday's hey, at three. Sunday's at three. Love it. Mark it down and the season. <laughs> that's, that, that's when they play their home games. I cannot wait for those Sundays to start rolling up. We're, we're really, really close. Obviously, beginning in early fe- mid to early February is when it all begins. That's when the fantasy MLR season is going to begin. Um, you managers, I guess, you you guys have gotten yourself into this now. So you guys will have to start now doing the research up until Locked that time in. when that draft is coming up. But again, we uh, couldn't be more excited for you, Matt, and, and Zach, and everyone else, uh, part of the rugby wrap-up team, to uh, to join this project and really uh, you know push this along and get the word out about fantasy rugby and how helpful and beneficial it can be for the MLR as it continues to grow, uh, so we're super excited about that, and, and, and we'll, we'll take the time also to kind of tell our viewers as well um, who maybe not be aware of you, I, I wouldn't imagine anyone who's listening to us isn't aware of you guys over at Rugby Wrap-Up, but um, give these guys a listen, they they have uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, kind of leading content creators uh, from a rugby standpoint in North America, you can follow them on social media at Rugby Wrap-Up um, for the college side of things that Zach Landing runs, at um, College RWU that you can follow as well over there they got amazing amazing stuff um matt zach anything you want to kind of tell the people the listeners the viewers about rugby wrap-up and what you guys are doing over there
4: yep so we've uh we've expanded so it was initially just rugby wrap-up and now we are the ml we have the mlr weekly show we'll be starting up the rugby odds again that's with the wwe legend that is john bradshaw layfield he's got 780 or something thousand twitter followers 350 instagram followers and we have the college rugby wrap-up and we will be getting a women's show going sooner than later yeah absolutely
5: with uh, Thanks, you know the professionalization uh, of the uh you know women's premier league over here i think yeah, that's, that's a must um uh, co- our college show is going to be wrapping up soon i mean we have uh, all the college fall playoffs happening uh so we'll have a recap of, of all the you know final action in ncr and craa uh, my colleague Josh Restio was just doing uh, social media at the fall classic for CRA. So it was a great, you know, great tournament over there. A lot of great college stuff happening. And we'll be back in the summer, you know, in the spring when, when the 15s kick off again with some of the West coast teams. Uh, and I will just say we have um, Colby Marshall did our, our first, kind of pre-rankings and it was all players from Iona. So we had to send it back to him. Uh, He's going to have to redo that. Uh, We'll make sure we don't take, we have to take at least one Iona player for Colby uh, in the draft. So maybe John Powers, we'll see, who knows. We'll see. All right. Well, there's the little tidbit of strategy that
0: you, uh, Vandy and Matt, that you'll get. Everything else were smoke screens. All you got to know is there's going to be one Iona guy on this, uh, on this (laughs) rugby wrap up crew. Um, And uh, yeah, no, again, uh, super amazing stuff that you guys are doing over there. Big, big, uh, inspiration for all of us who are trying to create content and grow rugby here in North America. It's, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun and been a lot of fun watching your content as well. And I'm sure all of our viewers and listeners will have a, a good time. Um, if they're already crazy enough getting into this whole fantasy rugby thing, I'm sure there's no shortage of fantasy or shortage of rugby content that they would want to uh, digest. So you can definitely get that a rugby wrap up. Uh, make sure you also following, uh, Matt McCarthy and Zach landing as well, uh, at Matt McCarthy, uh, double zeros, and then at landing, Zach, uh, both on Twitter as well. You can give them a follow um, if you want even more rugby content. But, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. There's an
4: underscore between Matt and McCarthy, by the way. Yeah,
0: Matt underscore McCarthy and then two zeros at the end there for sure. Because I'm a two-time loser. (laughs) two zeros there you go at least uh at least it's uh the self-awareness is there that's uh, (laughs) that's what counts i guess um but yeah again super pumped up to have the rugby wrap-up team here um with us to uh to explore and 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 continue this uh this uh fantasy rugby journey matt vandy they're both super kind of uh pumped up and also at the same time uh scared um to face you guys on a on a weekly basis um, but do. they'll use, I guess, the next couple of weeks here, the next month or so to really get prepared and see whether or not uh, their knowledge and their experiences that they got to uh, experience in our inaugural season will help them out at all with uh, rugby experts like yourself. But, uh, yeah, yeah if, you know, if you book. guys
2: need any help or anything, you know, I'm always <laughs> open for questions, comments, concerns. Anything, yeah, all right, uh, you know, let's <laughs>
0: tone exactly. it down over there. But uh, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Zach. Really appreciate your uh, your guys' time. And again, I'm sure we'll see a lot more
5: of you here in the future as we continue this Fantasy Rugby thing. Yeah, thank you guys. Happy to – really excited to be a part of this. Love what you guys do. Yeah, you guys actually do hard work. So (laughs) much appreciated.
0: (laughs) We'd like to make it look like that. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Nice to meet you. boys. Nice to meet you. Cheers. All right, and again, that was Matt McCarthy and ABC. Zach. Lanning.
1: Anything but I, Oh my goodness! <laughs> what, oh my what, goodness.
0: Like, what the you audacity, know, right, to come on this show? You no, know, we we need
3: we need to balance this out next week. I think we need to get Brian Ray on. You know, he's straight from the East Coast. We got to balance out here. Have some Canadian support coming on. I we guess the two Canadian, the Canadian jersey behind yeah. me, the hey, Canadian polo no, didn't do enough. The two Canadian guys. I mean, oh. uh, you know it's all right it's all right you know, we, you know we'll live we're a strong nation we get by it and you know we're we're kind of invading the mlr uh in the u.s because basically new england free jacks are team canada um and you know it's just going to keep coming and that's okay
0: I right, boy i i'm loving i'm loving the rivalry you know that's already I beginning on matt. the first episode yeah i
2: want to ask matt i'm going to make a wager with him and if i if i somehow beat him I want him to do a five minute stand up special in New York, and I will come watch it. <laughs> and I'm gonna let him clap back about what he wants to do because he's probably gonna beat me. So if it's up stupid, I'm not doing it. But
3: I thought you're gonna say a five minute presentation of why Canada is the greatest country, and also including the national anthem of Canada at the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, karaoke night. Oh yeah,
2: no, Canada! I'll get I'll get I'll get Zach to sing Oh Canada. While wearing flags and chugging a beer, a Canadian beer. And then I want Matt to do a five-minute stand-up special.
3: But, But hey, those guys were electric. Yeah. Mean, oh, no man. wonder yeah. no wonder they're the top content creators in terms of north american rugby those guys are absolutely electric and they know the what stuff, they're doing man. oh yeah they know they're well
0: the as soon as as soon as zach is starting to drop these like you know third round picks that you know i've obviously seen but i haven't really dove into them and he's like hey this guy is a guy that can really make not a even in his fantasy dude not life, dude. even bro when he, goes, when he goes yo uh lopez i think uh, fitzgerald drafted him i'm like Bro, what? Yeah, he's not even oh, in the yeah, league. I and he already knows who's that. on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I couldn't even tell you that. That's he knows funny. he had
3: insider information from Fitzy. I, you know, I didn't even get to bring. I was going to bring up Doyle Hedgepath because that guy is still my favorite pick of the draft. But uh, you know, I, I Doyle clearly what? don't know it. Doyle Hedgepath. Oh, you'll know the name, Vandy. Don't oh, you? Doyle, you'll know, know the name by the end of the season. There you'll you know but- the name.
0: Yeah, hey, uh, super excited to have those guys on again. Yep. Uh, being able to bring on M.L.R. stats last week with James Dealy bringing him on board, and now bringing on um, on the rugby wrap up team here uh, to the fantasy Rutgers League is going to be huge. I think not only to just grow this thing, um, but also to get guys that are really passionate about uh, about rugby as well. Uh, is going to be a lot of fun, and and you can see they came they came in guns blazing on this episode. They were not backing oh, yeah. down. So um, for any of you guys or listeners or other league members that uh, that uh, are listening, um, you, you got you got you got yourselves something to work with here heading into the new season. Uh, with oh man, you know what? some pretty high powered guys.
2: I think honestly, just the better you know quality guys you know between them, like rugby wrap up, and then uh um i forget his name sorry the guy we had on last week james dealy um james dealy between yeah. those guys man that is such we just bolstered this up man like how can i don't know i i kind of accept that challenge you know like that that's just awesome okay. to me.
3: yeah i don't think iron sharpen irons works in this case scenario
2: <laughs> to be fair i went in with the mentality last year that i was gonna get smoked so I mean same mentality I mean same game
0: <laughs> I guess we'll see I guess we'll see Um, just some final news and notes stuff to wrap up here the show uh, things that we quickly mentioned we did mention I think we that, touched uh, on these too yeah in the we did did uh, t- touch on the most of them uh, JP <laughs> Loth. Um, he's returning to the Chicago Hounds. We talked about that. Um, a whole bunch of trades and roster moves happening. We'll uh, break those down in a, in, a, in a future episode as we catch up. But uh, it was funny. Uh, James Dealey came on his Twitter and was like, hey, there are three pages this week. I think we've hit max of two um, throughout the yeah. offseason. This was the first yeah. week that we've hit three of them. Um, so we'll break down those roster moves as well. Um, I'm sure those are going to have uh, somewhat of a fantasy impact. Uh, talked about the Ironworkers. And then Matt uh, McCarthy did quickly mention it. Uh, there is something that I was trying to mention last uh, episode, but we ran out of time. The Miami Sharks. Miami. Uh, this I could be a club that. that is coming up. Again, I've been a proponent <laughs> of keeping these teams even, uh, the number of teams. And uh, as soon as we have that, there's already inklings of a uh, another team coming in. I do like the name. Uh, the Twitter account looks cool. Uh, but then again, I, I have no idea um, what to expect from this team. But there is something to keep out there. Why are you shaking your head, Matt?
3: It's just, what are we doing? Like Matt, Miami, can my, you be my, happy? Miami, 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 like, Miami, we've got, we've got this one city up on the West coast of Canada that just breeds Canadian rugby players all year round. And we can't bring anything up to Vancouver. You know, our, we can't bring anything up there where it's a rugby Canadian hub of Oh, Hey, come on. Now. Ooh, <laughs> come oh, on now. Oh, oh. Come on now. But yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's great to see new teams love to see the even number, blah, blah, blah. But you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for that day that they're going to bring rugby finally to Vancouver. And, you know, I guess Miami's the spot, but it's no, it's no Chicago. Chicago's a rugby hub. Miami, I don't know how, how much of
0: yeah, well, we're gonna have to see. And again, it's still in the early stages. Still have no idea kind of what that's all about. But there is a, an official Twitter account out there that we can that. follow um, for that.
1: But,
3: Probably uh, paid for the blue check mark. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Wait, hey, hey that that, that
0: was uh, that was a a fun conversation. With uh, rugby wrap ups again, we I think we have said it multiple times on this episode that it's going to be super super fun to have them aboard to uh, to not only compete against them and and test I guess your guys's rugby knowledge against I guess some of the guys that know the most about the M L R, but to also kind of have so uh, uh, guys on there that have a platform like that to you know start talking about fantasy rugby. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Um, anything you guys want to add here? Are you guys excited to face uh, Matt, Zach, and all the rest of the rugby wrap up crew? It's going to be yes, interesting, man. For sure. You know what a win is
2: going to feel like coming off beating one of them? You just beat an army of people. And it's just...
0: ah! You know, yeah, just... like, when you just win that fantasy and you're just...
1: ah! Is that how you're going <laughs>
0: to see it? You're you're going to be imagining that every time you face Rugby Bro, Wrap Up, it's Vandy with... versus, like, a whole office space of just of people that are trying <laughs> to take him down. Would I? Side so note. Know- the the
2: football game last night when james connor ran that in i could have ripped my shirt off like straight up i pulled so freaking hard
0: i just yeah! that's
2: fine i would want to see fast.
3: that
0: yeah i would want to see that. you want thing. me to show you yeah can you
3: show me right now
0: hit up my hit up OnlyFans.
3: oh only there you go Big okay. there. <laughs>
0: all right i guess that's a good way to finish it off matt you you you're excited <laughs> to face those guys
3: no. Not at all because I, I fear I'm fearing this poop emoji is not going anywhere. So, you know, maybe I'll just wait for the playoff record playoff fantasy record challenge because you know that's where I shine, baby. That's where I shine when it matters.
0: All right, so the, for the, those of you that are looking at the screen right now, uh, there it is. Rugby wrap-up, officially a part of the 2023 Fantasy Ruckers League. Uh, Whole list there. It's going to be interesting. All right, I wish I got their reaction on what they won in terms of getting their name on this jersey, but we'll have to ask them when they're on the show again. But Lads on Tour, Rugby Morning, Someone Else, Feral Hippies, MLR Stats, Rugby Wrap-Up, The Rucking Goat, and Ruck and Roll, all Look at that set lineup. for the 2023 year. Yeah, that looks like a pretty fun lineup.
3: But... Also, you know what I was wondering? How am I still at the bottom when there's people who haven't even competed in this league yet?
0: Well, I didn't make that order. Um, uh, you Sumptions. know, there, 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 there is, there is a a, a lot. Oh, just the winners at the
3: top and the losers <laughs> at the bottom.
0: <laughs> they haven't proved it. You proved that you, uh, you, you haven't uh, been good. So you're gonna have to work to. Uh, to Telling me out a guy
3: in the league thing. is 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 worse than a guy who hasn't even made the league yet. <laughs> this is crazy. You this is what? rigged this, already. You know let's get. Right. Let's go.
0: Let's get out. Yeah, let's here. get. Let's get out of here. All right, for Vandy, for Matt. I am Ryan. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We are taking a break next week. We'll be back, I believe, the week after that. So make sure you're staying tuned. Uh, Keep an eye out on all the social media channels at the Fantasy Ruckers, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and and Facebook, and as well as YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. You can also join our Discord community as well. Link is down below.
1: You've been listening to the Fantasy Ruckers Show. Bringing fantasy rugby to the masses. Covering everything rugby from the mlr and beyond we hope you enjoyed the show make sure to like rate and review and be sure to tell all your friends we'll be back soon but in the meantime connect with us on social media at the fantasy ruckers till next time this is the fantasy ruckers show signing off